Here we go. Time to take a dab using a very scary piece of paraphernalia. Scary looking piece of paraphernalia. It's not scary itself. It's just a, it's a nectar collector. So folks, if you're wondering what the fuck this is, I'm using, it's a nectar collector. It's from Ohio, which I don't even think weed is elite is legal in Ohio. Um, I, I don't know, maybe like in a medical capacity, I don't know. I have not researched the state of cannabis policy in Ohio, but um, we're talking about Illinois cannabis today, and I'm joined by uh, somebody I'm a huge fan of. I'd like to call a, a friend. We've only chatted a time or two, though, so I don't want to overstep my bounds. Kush no ketchup. Welcome to the Cole Memo. How are you doing today, dude? I am doing good, my man. How are you? I'm doing good. I've been excited to reconnect with you. Um, I'm going to plug really quick for folks that are watching the Cole Memo right now. I'm about to display your YouTube channel, and we're going to get right back to this. I'm just displaying it really quickly before I uh, read our show intro so that, you know, if you're listening to the Cole Memo, I'm about to tell you where you can watch the Cole Memo. Uh, but right now, if you are watching the Cole Memo, you can see Kush No Ketchup on YouTube. You can see I'm subscribed to the channel. I've been a subscriber for quite a while, and you should too. Um, he makes great content about cannabis, and um, I think it's it's really – he's one of my favorite content creators with regard to cannabis. So we'll get right back to that. I just want to say that, folks, you're listening to the Cole Memo. I'm your host, Cole Preston. Every episode is released in audio, video, and transcript. So if you want to find the transcript, audio, or video version of this episode or any episode, just look in the description of the episode you're listening to. Within that description, you can find a link that will take you to our website, which will display the transcript and where you can find this video in audio or video formats. So if you want to watch it, that's how you do it. Just click that link in the description. It'll take you to the video versions of this podcast. If you're unable to locate the episode description on whichever platform you're listening from, I get it, dude. I smoke weed too, and it's hard, like all these different platforms. It's like, where the fuck is the episode description? So if you're having trouble finding the description, simply note the episode number and just go to thecolememo.com. From there, you can find the corresponding episode. I think this is going to be like episode number 23 or 24 or something. I don't know. I'm high. Don't trust my counting on it. Um, but you would be able to look at the episode number, go to my website, and from there, you can find the video, audio, or transcript version. Uh, I'll just wrap this up really quick by saying that you can support our show by becoming a patron. Just go to thecolememo.com slash Patreon. Once again, that's thecolememo.com slash P-A-T-R-E-O-N. It's a great way to support our show. It's only $3 a month. And it gives you uh, exclusive access to our episodes as they release. But of course, one of the best ways to support our show is absolutely free. Subscribe to or follow the show. Leave us a positive review. Share it with your friends, your grandma, you name it. Your engagement and support is appreciated. Today is November 30th, 2023. And once again, I'm sitting here with my friend and uh, somebody I'm a huge fan of, Kush No Ketchup. Once again, dude, welcome back to the show. I say welcome back because you were on the Chillinoy podcast in the past. So, indeed. Well, indeed. I really got to appreciate that shout out, man. For real. <laughs> well, hey, man. I, you know what I what I said. I I really meant it. What I like about your content 
Um, I don't know. I think what you said last time is that you shoot on an iPhone, which is I have always found surprising because the quality of your videos, like I always feel like I'm just dropped into your life at whatever moment it's at. And I like your videos because of that, because it's you do do some cuts, but for the most part, it seems like you you set a shot, you sit down, you review your strain and I, I don't know. There's something so uh, real about how you shoot your content. And so I just wanted to tell you that, like, that's a reason why I love your content. It seems like there's this format on YouTube where it's like, Hey y'all, how's it going? It look no disrespect to people that do this. Like there are really good content creators like that. You know what I mean? But you just have your own format. And I wanted to let you know that that's what I like about you. That means a lot, especially as a creator, dude, because I, like you just kind of mentioned, I, I recognize a certain theme that had been occurring in uh, certain cannabis content creators that were already like popping by the time that I even just started watching this sort of content on YouTube. Um, I definitely have to give a shout out to Custom Grow 420. Uh, he was the very first um, like <clears throat> actual weed tuber that I saw consuming product on YouTube to me. Uh, it was literally revolutionary to see someone um, recording themselves using cannabis and posting it online. Um, he definitely had that certain, hey, you know, even kind of went viral for his like intro. Um, and I simultaneously, you know, had a disdain, but also an admiration for this dude's uh, courage to just throw him, uh, throw himself out there with his <clears throat> pretty out of this world personality. And I've definitely, uh, goodness gracious, I can I can be a little bit of a wild child myself, but I really appreciate you just noticing uh, kind of like the structure of uh, how I try to film and how I try to edit where I, um, I really want to get better at it. I really want to just continue advancing the actual production quality of uh, the videos that I'm making. And I, that's a, that's a real goal for myself moving forward here in 2024. Cause uh, I am finally looking to upgrade from the iPhone and uh, start taking the visuals to a new level, not change, you know, anything else, but uh, I can't wait to uh, start filming in 4k, you know, something like that. Even just something, just something simple, just to up the quality, but I really appreciate you noticing how I tried to format it. Cause uh you really do wonder if anybody does. Yeah, and I do. And like I say, I was actually just about to pull up a, a video, just a quick and easy one, just to, I don't even know if it'll, I feel like it captures the vibe that I was talking about, but um, I'm just going to kind of play it while I'm talking here. Um, I'm going to mute the sound here, but dude, the, the production quality is great. It's crazy that this is on an iPhone. I, um, I the zoom probably isn't doing it any justice the zoom call that we're on right now um, but I just always love the feel of your videos and I know this was a specific announcement video um, but but yeah it's one of the main things I like and yeah I honestly whenever I do shoot um, I very usually I do my podcast via zoom but right now I'm running off straight iPhones bro like I've got this iPhone in front of me right now the screen's mm -hmm. fucking cracked this is actually my best one this oh, has yeah, the man. best uh this has better that's what i like to see you're yeah, being this... used <laughs> yeah exactly this has better quality than this new fucking iphone that i got like i'm actually like kind of upset with the quality of this new iphone there's just something it's just weird to say this old ass iphone like i don't know the picture just looks better 
but like you, I would like to upgrade to, you know, some 4K cameras and all that stuff. But we make Most with what we have, man. Right? I just uh yeah, I wanted to take a second to uh explain that I definitely don't come from a uh a background of like video creation, but I I, I came up around a lot of people who who did and who, you know, who at a younger age were experimenting whether that was uh taking a a higher quality video camera you know to a hardcore show in like the you know late 2000s or uh i had you know friends uh, i want to specifically shout out my friend uh amanda how tattoo she's a tattoo artist now but she came up doing uh portrait photography and in regards to just uh shot creation and i think some of those things that you did speak to um i would be ill I would be in an ill mindset to not shout her out as a uh almost an instructor in some ways of how to approach just lighting, uh camera positioning and uh I think having a basis of seeing others around me, you know, care a little bit more about their visuals uh led into where when I started wanting to just review, you know, just some Illinois dispensary weed there was almost no way <clears throat> I could go about it a different way besides caring about that. Um, just had to throw that out there that, you know, picking up little things uh, about the people around me, I think led to what the viewer sees on the YouTube creation. We all are like little pieces of like our friends and family, you know, whether that's like a personality trait or just like yeah. certain catchphrases, but I, from my father to Amanda and then to my dear friend, Rendell Smith, who now, dude, he's done like music videos for like Gucci Mane and like Shiesty. It's insane. Like I had all these people, you know, kind of, hey, you know, take the photo like this, you know, sort of thing. If it's just me taking a photo of myself, I'm not even talking about cannabis or something like that. So mm -hmm. it is funny seeing now uh, almost getting close to five years doing the YouTube channel that, yeah, there's definitely been an effect from the... uh the folks who I grew up with really caring about photos originally. Right. I was going to say the people you surround yourself with. Yeah, they definitely you get you get you pick up on those things. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool to hear about. And I just, you know, one of the main reasons I brought you on, dude, honestly, just to kind of cut right to the chase. It, like, I hope this I hope that I communicate this correctly, but because I like your content. I always bank on being able to like, sometimes I'll just, if you noticed when I opened up your channel, like I haven't watched your last few videos, it's because I'm the type of person where it's like, I'll sit down and stream them all in one stream them all in one go. You know what I mean? Like a afternoon smoking and chilling. And so I'll like, kind of like build up my different favorite content corrector uh, content creators, and then just kind of binge their content Netflix style. And one of the I don't remember exactly what happened and you, you're probably past it at this point. But what I realized is that in many ways, sometimes I take my content creators for granted. And because you're one of my favorite ones, I remember there was this thing where you got like removed from YouTube for the bullshit reasons that people always get removed from YouTube. And I remember you talking about maybe giving it up. And I just that made me so sad because I was like, shit, dude, I, I took Kushno Ketchup for granted. Like, am I ever going to see another Kushno Ketchup again? And uh, I don't know, man, I like I say, at this point, you might be past it. And obviously you're making videos again. So you, so you are. But um, yeah, I wanted to reach out to you 
because I know I've already kind of said it in many different ways, but I wanted to say that more clearly too. I was like, shit, dude. I realized I almost took that for granted, you know? So I know that's a weird thought. I have trouble. Well, I really appreciate that. But Nah, dude, I didn't, I didn't think it was weird at all. I, uh, I find that with video creation, it's going to be, it's going to be a culmination of like balancing your own personal life with like a desire to continue just having this kind of side project, this yeah. like little chore always, like, especially when it comes to editing, it's a chore. I don't, oh my I don't God. care what anyone says. If somebody <laughs> tells me they enjoy editing, you need, you need help. Yeah. But the, the point being that, um, I get such and and also uh the the only uh, long uh, felt impact from being completely demonetized on youtube was really just um overall views where uh clearly the the videos aren't going out as far uh as they were before I'm about 50% reduction since getting demonetized just across the board of course that's initially extremely frustrating especially yeah. when you're just getting started and everything but for me there is a structure uh, to recording, editing, and uh, overall reviewing cannabis that it, it keeps me in line. Almost like uh, folks who just go to the gym and aren't trying to be like a bodybuilder. They go as like a stress reliever or just something that keeps them out of trouble, blah, blah, blah. I kind of keep myself, you know, on, on a straight and narrow with video creation. So it's one of those things where, damn, that really, really sucks that they've pretty much got my views like that. But we ain't going to stop. There's so much else that, you know, I value and get from the video creation that, I mean, at this point, I've gotten even, I've probably met like over like 20 fans in public at, at this point. And in regards to, you know, any, any, any form of like, hey, I need, I need some, some recognition that I'm making these videos, blah, blah, blah. Like I've gotten it, you know, whether that's, you know, through reviews or just seeing people in real life that, um, there's so much more, you know, that I think a creator should value. Um, in fact, no, I'll just go ahead and say, if you value that as a creator, you're doomed. <laughs> like, yeah. You got to just enjoy making videos. And I, I, I really do. And I can't wait to, uh, like I said, increase the quality, um, increase the hardware that I use and just have a, a more ease of editing. I'd like to just become even just way better at editing. As you can see, they are some longer takes, try to cut out some of the BS, but, uh, would like to throw some really cool visuals in there for the viewers. Yeah. Again, though, that's actually what I like about your style. I like that it's not like cut. I don't know. There's a lot of people that do that, but I, and maybe you don't even mean to do it. And it's just something I like, I thought it was, you know, cause you were just saying like, you want to maybe try to change that. But again, that's one of the things I really like about, like, I, it feels like you're getting a raw moment. Like, and I feel like I get to know you. Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So um yeah try to be as honest as possible on camera even to just continue making the videos i i already out, knew outright if i had a, a forced fake personality i might make it a few videos but I, I wouldn't be able to do that long term yeah yeah and that does suck that i didn't realize that's what it was i couldn't remember i couldn't remember if they took you off all the way or if it was that they demonetized you so you're saying they demonetized you yeah, yeah. Like everybody else, you know, doing cannabis. Um, I kind of felt that I had slipped under the radar at some point. Um, but I think around 2000 subscribers, 
they fully demonetized me. And really the only felt effects is, yeah, I get about half the views now, but that's all right. Got yeah. my subscribers. And as long as they can get my content, that's all I care about. Yeah. Have you ever thought about, I, I, or maybe you do this and maybe I missed it, but do you give your uh, community or your supporters any direct way of like, supporting you besides like subscribing and liking your content like i'm thinking of something like a patreon or if you had like a venmo or whatever so that people can send you money i did have a patreon in the past that i since closed and it's funny because i was about to say no and i do have a cash app i think i've just completely forgot to even uh post that in my description anymore so that goes you should, to show man. you yeah. where i'm at in regards to the priority of receiving funds um, yeah, I do have a cash app. I will definitely go back to posting it in the description. I can't believe I almost forgot about it. Yeah, please do, dude. You know, people like me and I'm sure your fans would be willing to support you. Not only like here, go and buy an eighth with this money. I want to, you know, like type of thing or here, use this for your whatever, use it for whatever. Or if you're trying to get, you know, mm -hmm. a new camera or something, I'm sure people would be. Like myself, I'd be happy to throw in what I can, you know, and I'm sure that other fans feel the same way. So, yeah, give them an option. That's oh, one yeah, thing yeah. I had to do. Like I was people kept asking me that, like, and it's not like I want to be very clear. I do not make I spend more on this than I make, but it's nice that people are willing to, like, help me out a little bit because, like, you know, again, it's for not sure. paying for everything, but it helps, you know, so. um. Yeah. Anyways, I, I would hope I I would love to see yeah something like that with Kushno Ketchup. It, it, if it's not a Patreon, just some way that we could all send you money and yeah, make it a part of your video, dude. Be like, hey, if you like my content, just because we want to support you. You know what I mean? We want to make sure that you're continue to make content, right? Because again, that's why I got real Absolutely. scared when I saw you make that announcement. I'm like, shit. Am I ever gonna see a Kushno Ketchup video again? So. <laughs> So, yeah, well, anyways, dude, you mentioned and I don't want to get too too personal or anything, but I, I we I did get a lot of good feedback from our last conversation where we were pretty candid about like mental health and stuff. You mentioned, you know, that you're still in therapy and stuff, everything good in that regard. Yeah, yeah, I see a um, I see a military specific therapist. Um, so I'm definitely in a, uh, a really blessed and catered, uh, situation, uh, receiving mental health therapy through the road home program. It's a, uh, it's a wonderful, um, organization that provides, uh, free therapy care to returning veterans and their families. And, um, yeah, I've been a part of, uh, I've, I've been, uh, with them for years and I can't, uh, I can't speak, it's it's pretty life changing in regards to the type of person I was, you know, coming home in 2013, and then here I am, 2023. It's uh, it's really all up to them and uh, the resources and and support they've given me. But yeah, no therapy's going well. Um, it's been something that through my close family and friends, I've been um, encouraged and supported in taking things, um, you know, even further. Um, in regards to really tackling, um, a lot of issues that I've found, uh, 
just through like TBI and everything that I have from my deployment. Uh, a lot of stuff that I still don't understand about uh, signs and symptoms. Traumatic that brain is, injury. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got rocked um, on our deployment on our first mission, and it was pretty. Um, it was a pretty life changing experience. And there's been um there's there's been a lot of um kind of like more physical side issues, you know, in regards to like um head pain and, and stuff like that, that I'm really looking to uh, get some better answers on through therapy and programs like this. Yeah. What did you, I know I can record rerun the tape and see what you said it was called, but what did you say that was called again? The program you're doing? That would be the road home program. Road home program. The reason I ask is because my brother just got out of the service. If you remember the last time we call, we spoke, he was just getting into the service um for so. sure and did you, did you mention that did you say he was a marine yep he was a marine yep for so. sure and uh you know he left with some trauma as well so the reason i ask is because i had never heard of that program i don't know if he has and so he's pursuing you know his own therapy that we've been able to find um but it'd be you know i just want him to consider all of his options you know so a thousand percent. He should definitely take a look into them as uh as I previously mentioned, a obviously veteran focused therapy yeah. program that's uh you know, they've really seen it all and um handle folks coming from every part of the world and every form of background. And I think with just um knowing you're going into a free and specialized uh form of care for a lot of guys coming home is uh reassuring so de definitely give him uh give him that info for sure and like i said previously man if he needs anything he can definitely holler at me absolutely and you know he just started consuming cannabis so i've i've recommended your content because i said you know he's a former Mar he's a fellow marine so um, there you go so there yeah you go. i think he might have a fan in him soon so uh but but yeah uh thank you for being willing to talk about that because you know i've got my side of it too where it's like I've dealt with now my brother and then, you know, my own mental health. And I think it's good to be candid about these things um, and just speak about them honestly and openly and without shame, because I think sometimes when people don't talk about it, that's what keeps people from pursuing it. You know what I mean? They get like, absolutely. Like, oh, this is only for fucked up people. I don't want to be considered fucked up, you know? That's like, yeah, even a guy like myself, I, uh, you know, I, I had folks around me who had seen some really serious direct combat, even in Iraq, you know, while I was in high school and stuff and were in charge of me in Afghanistan that I consistently, you know, had to battle a mindset of like, well, I mean, I didn't experience, you know, what Sergeant so-and-so did. I, I shouldn't be going to therapy. A guy like him should. I mean, he's the one who, you know, got a silver star or did this or, he, you know, blah, blah, blah. Where, I'll tell you this, we're in the era of uh, the, the, di the digital screens era where I think pretty much everyone, almost regardless of your occupation now, you're staring at a screen, a solid portion of your day. Um, I'm not going to sit here and claim to be uh, a health expert on the side effects of that, but I can certainly say for myself that, uh, I, I feel we all could use 
um, some mental health counseling in this age of constantly being on our phones, constantly having a, you know, almost fake reality of social media projected into our face all, all the time. And even just on the exposure to world news and events. I mean, I, I wake up and pop open, pop open Reddit and you're watching, you know, conventional war in Europe and 4k people dying on your screen. Like it's a video game. Just like, my God, I just, right. You don't even really have to uh, look for uh, terrible content in regards to like disturbing content, whether that's Instagram or Reddit these days that uh, I, 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 you know, I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of half laughing and stuff, but I, I truly mean it. Like, the amount of like homicides that just pop up on my I mean, dude, yeah. <laughs> well, because back I'm in literally the day, watching these terrible shootings, and I'm like, dog, I didn't even search this. Like, right, what right. is happening? We could all use, um, if not a trip to a therapist, at least just a recognition that, like, I don't know if we're supposed to take in this much uh, electronic negative stimulus each day. I, I don't think it's good for us. I think uh, I think it influences how much road rage I see out there these days. Folks seem madder than hell over nothing, and I I don't know. I just uh, I think we could all use a breather. Yeah, well, it's like back in the day, you know, you'd hear about horrible things that might be going on in the world, but you could only imagine. Now you don't have to imagine. Like you could literally watch like a FPV video of war in Ukraine, like. First a thousand person, percent uh, for folks that were wondering what FPV is first person video. It's crazy. It's absolutely and, nuts, man. Well, and to, another point you made, I, I just feel like as humans, it's not that we shouldn't be worried about a community, but it's like Jesus fucking Christ, some of this stuff. And it's not that we don't need to worry about the things that are happening on the other side of the earth. I, I do not mean to say that at all, but I'm just saying like, yeah, like you say, is it healthy to be plugged in and worried about the whole world all the time? Like it used to just be that you were worried about your local communities or whatever, like, oh, we need to find a new water source. And that not that that's not a fucking really complicated thing to figure out, but it's like you were just focused on the local thing. Now it's like we're focused on not only trying to focus on local, but global. It's just crazy. You know, it's too much. Yeah, man, I'm someone that firmly believes you can hear about something all day. Uh, but the second you really have to visually see it, um, I think there is a, you know, even subconscious emotional response. Even if you view a video of violence and you don't outright say, hey, you know, that makes me sad or, hey, you know, that makes me angry. I have found after viewing, you know, a lot of uh, world events content like that, I can just find myself a little tense you know, for a few hours after. And I just kind of have to ask myself, like, what is this? Did I drink too much coffee? I didn't even drink coffee today, but I did watch some really life-altering, traumatizing uh, for the people involved events and from the comfort of my couch, just sitting here on an iPhone 11. Right, right. Yeah, and I mean, there's things like, you know, It's like the double-edged sword, you know, on one hand, you hear about things in the past, which I'm not very refined on history, so I'm not going to pretend to be, but like just from my layman perspective, um, I, I'm trying to think of like how to say this. So like 
like in World War Two, it's like when we figured out that the Nazis were like doing really bad stuff. Like that's when it was like, oh, like we got to fucking figure that out. So like you'd think that like more access to information is like a better thing. But like in a weird way, it almost like numbs you because we're so fucking like exposed to it. So just to kind of relate it back to that historical example that, again, I might be speaking way out of my league on. But like there was in the past few years, I say in the past few years, I think it was actually in the past like five years, six years, it's still going on, leaked like drone footage of uh, Chinese detention camps, you know, like where they're just running. I mean, it looks like concentration camps, except it's 2017, you know, and it's like, yeah, that shit's still going on. And um, it's almost because like, I feel like it's almost because there's just so much fucking going on that it's like. I don't know. Some people listening right now might not be even aware that that's like a thing, but you can definitely YouTube, you know, footage of detention centers, um, you know, in, in China. And it's just like a thing that's going on. That's totally like normal. Um, you know? Yeah. I could definitely say there's uh, about no piece of news. I think you could throw my way that would truly shock me in the day and age of 2023 in regards to, you know, breaking here's uh some, ter- here's something terrible or insane that's happened. Um, I'm not sure how shocked, you know, you could really make me with conjuring up a headline these days. It's yeah. pretty insane. Um, how real that numb effect that you spoke on is. Cause, uh, I am, I, you know, I don't even really, uh, you know, check a daily amount of current or world events. And uh, I feel pretty numbed out to the amount of terrible things. Yeah. Well, on a, it's not a lighter note, but just some crazy shit on the internet. I don't know why I even thought about this, but this is like, maybe we can laugh about this a bit. You remember MH370, the airline that went missing? Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. And it's just like a fucking mystery. Um, a thousand percent. Yep. I So I remember that because I was in like this history class at the time, or it was like modern policy. I don't even fucking know, but we were talking about like current events. And that was like what we talked about for like, I swear, like a quarter of the fucking semester. Like, where's the fucking plane? You know, just because it was like the story of the time. Um we're just about to get into some fun conspiracy stuff because I wanted to switch gears from depressing uh, <laughs> things that are online. Um, apparently, this video that I'm about to show you came out shortly after that happened. And again, I'm just spouting off internet conspiracy bullshit right now because we're smoking weed and having fun. Apparently, nobody's really been able to like make heads or tails of if this video has been faked or not. In fact, there's this kim.com guy which i hear that people have different opinions on so i don't i don't even know i just like know his name i don't know anything about him but apparently he like tweeted he's like i will give anybody a hundred thousand dollars if they can just prove that this video is fake so that we can stop debating this so apparently this footage there's two videos that leaked shortly after this mh370 disappearance happened and the reason I say that is because apparently that's compelling because it, since it, since they were released shortly after, it's less likely that 
because this is such impressive footage that somebody like was able to CGI this, right? So really quick before I yeah. play this video, have you heard of like the whole UAP talk, UFOs and all of that stuff? Um, like, are you at all? Oh, brother, I know exactly what videos you're talking about right now. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I heard, uh, even the last I heard somebody try to up that hundred thousand dollar bounty up to like a 145,000 just cause they weren't getting any bites. Yeah. Yeah. So I, again, I'm not gonna, but I'm, I gotta play this just for the, this will be my first time actually watching these. I'm glad you're putting this on. Let me yeah. see this. So apparently on the left here. So again, what's happening for just for people, apparently this plane was off course. So, and they I don't know. There's a lot of internet conspiracy stuff going on here. So like some of these details I'm saying could be wrong. I just want to be very clear about this, folks. Do your own research on this entire story. But some will ask, why are they filming this plane from two different angles? The left being a drone, the right being a satellite. Well, it's because the plane had diverted off course. And I think there was either high high ranking military officials on board this plane and or really like uh classified material i don't know again this could be internet conspiracy stuff just to make this story sound more scary but to people wondering why this this plane is just being recorded that's apparently the reason like shit was going down so they were watching it and this is what was on footage so you'll see these item these objects surround the plane there's two of them now. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Damn it, this footage. Let's hopefully I've got the raw footage there we go. here. There we go. So it's the the objects are coming. They surround the plane. They're like spinning around the plane. I hope to God this video doesn't end. Oh my gosh. This is such a fail. So here you can see in the back. Sorry about all this stuff in the way. The plane is surrounded by these objects. And then. Oh, my goodness. That fucking video sucked. That pissed me <laughs> And then ancient aliens. <laughs> and then, yeah, that. Um, I'm going to find this clip really quick. The point is, it seems to just disappear. Like it. It just vanishes and people are like some people are saying it went into a wormhole and this and that. I don't know. Kush, no ketchup. What say you? <laughs> I remember when this first popped up just on the general sphere of the Internet. Feels like a few months ago, the right. initial videos and yep. talks about this. Of course, I write it off. I'm just like, whatever, man. I'll tell you this. It's very entertaining that here we are several months later, money's on the table and uh, there's real talks about like, no, let's get this thing uh, proven fake or false with money being on the table. You have my attention now. You truly do. I can't wait to see even just from a video perspective, if someone has edited this and has caught the world's attention or if this is something else. But it's cool that someone has put some some bread on it because uh, that's what gets people moving and people talking. And that's uh, that's real cool to see. Yeah. 
Well, here is, you can see the moment that we missed. There's a little bit of U, UFO splicing here, but here's the disappearing moment. Boom. See that? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's my first time finally seeing it. Yeah. I can play it again one more time, but it's just kind of crazy to see. And so another piece of information, of course, this could all just be compelling. Inter- I'm going to say it one more time. This could just be, you know, the internet conspiracy bullshit, but Apparently, people have said sure. that um, on if you look up this old and I'd like to see it, I actually saved a link to it, um, this old MH370 documentary. At the time, people didn't think much of it. But apparently there's this moment where a family member claims to have received a few family members claimed to have received phone calls after the plane supposedly went down. <laughs> yeah oh right i just think like you say no matter what whatever this ends up being i think it would be a killer movie even if it ends up being fake it would be such a cool fucking movie like think just so where'd the plane go of course you know like where did it go did they just teleport it somewhere else on earth or did it go to another dimension or like what happened you know what i mean a thousand percent i'm very interested to see where that goes yeah yeah so again i'm just bringing up silly stuff just to you know get get out of the crazy world news but the reason i'm compelled by this is not only like you said there's money on the table but back when there there were these uap disclosures uh with the government and stuff you remember they were being like real public about uaps which i was always like suspect like it just seemed weird seemed like a big Mm -hmm. pr thing um, but I was like, I don't know, this is fucking interesting. Let's see what they say. But I remember there was the result of this like closed session hearing. So like, you know, not to the public and, and several politicians, including, I think, Rand Paul, which I think is a name a lot of people would be familiar with. And some other politicians, I think like Matt Gates is another name of somebody who they were quoted as saying what they saw was disturbing. And my thing is, like, you've seen some of these other videos, right, of UAPs. Are you, like, into the subject? Oh, yeah. Especially coming from just my background of former military. A lot of the official disclosures is what's um, really caught my attention, that mm-hmm. they're just being so open about it, just like you said. Yeah, and my thing is, what could be disturbing? Because, like, when you see some of this footage where it's, like, so, like, have you seen the Tic Tac footage where it's on this, like, I don't know. It's military tracking material that, from what I understand, yeah, the flare no... footage of it. Yep. Yes, that the flare, the flare footage. Yeah. Um, like as far as I understand, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you know more about this, but there's nothing that we really know of that can get out of. Like when you're locked on under flare, like you're locked. We're not going to lose you, you know, type of thing. And this thing just zooms off. Yeah, I mean, in regards to um, the capabilities that we have with uh, video and photo, you know, they go um, they go far. They go far to not violate any <laughs> any uh, clearance that I held. I only held a secret, but that's not even to be like, oh, he has a secret clearance. And we're talking about UFOs. Everyone like has a secret. But just to say. Sure. To be ambiguous on the capabilities of the technology that I witnessed in the military in regards to video, yeah, we we have very advanced video technologies. 
Uh, I would say the most compelling um, thing about that incident is that there is a 24-minute video, and then there is the three-minute video that was declassified and released. And for mm. those who have seen and had been privy to see the 24-minute full video, their comments, you know, because they're not obviously breaking NDA slash speaking on classified materials, but their comments about it have been uh, pretty remarkable of just saying the full video is very um, <laughs> telling <laughs> of what we're really uh, dealing with in the three-minute video. Um, some have said there is an entire fleet of these sort of objects that are on that video. That's literally all that is known. Uh, I just, from my standpoint, think it is very cool that there is much, much more uh, footage of this event that the government has acknowledged. And hopefully one day we get to see it. Because regardless of what you think about this uh, sort of stuff, it is interesting to see these videos, uh, especially just, yeah, and it's gone. <laughs> yeah. And that's the point I was trying to make, folks. I mean, yeah, what I understand, if you're uh, locked in like that, like that is not, you can't that it's going so fast it's just the yeah that pilot that uh you know is on the recording when he was brought onto you know he's done a whole media tour of speaking on it yeah he said they tracked it go uh from 80,000 feet down to sea level in less than a second pretty wild yeah and some of the the movement I think that's exhibited in this video that you're going to see it rotate a bit and then it's going to take off. It's crazy when this happens because this guy back in the day that a lot of people called a quack, Bob Lazar, he described he described it as a flying saucer. But one of the things he said was it doesn't fly like this in the cartoons before it takes off. It turns on its side. And it's just interesting because that's exactly what is exhibited in that footage. Oh, that's the, really cool. The craft turns on its side and then and then zooms out, or at least in one of the foot, pieces of footage I saw. But like you said, yes, I've heard, um, to get back around to the point I was going to make, is like I've heard of people, like you say, they describe it as extraordinary and you know unlike anything we've ever seen, like you say, to probably keep the classification under wraps. But one thing that I recall, and Maybe I can Google it just to make sure that I'm not just making this shit up off the top of my head. But I remember somebody saying something to the effect of what they saw was disturbing. And my thing is, and this is obviously part of the theory that I read online, it's like, what else would be disturbing other than seeing a fucking airliner get abducted? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't feel like movements are that disturbing. I feel like that's like amazing, like you were saying. Like, that's like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. You know? I agree. But what's disturbing? You know, I would say um, to reference something that has twice been confirmed, uh, apparently every president that, you know, once they're voted in, inaugurated, all that, they get their initial briefing uh, where they are first, you know, brought on to the, you know, classified information that a president, you know, is privy to and uh, two people have claimed to confirm that after uh, Jimmy Carter got his, that he uh, exited weeping 
uh, from his from his briefing, and uh, he he's been known to be a very, you know, just an in touch guy. You know, the the humanitarian president. Mm -hmm. um, for him to have that reaction, my honest guess is that this disturbing content that they're speaking to, I, I feel it has to do with um, the large question of origin of life slash are we alone obviously right but i'm just trying to put emphasis on i think for anyone regardless of background to even imagine being given any piece of information that could maybe question that you know even question it i think um i think could just be really uh terrifying you know, for someone sure. to go through. And I've always, it's it's always stuck off to me that people have claimed that President Carter's UFO br briefing left him in tears. Um, and I, and then you bringing this up, I, it's not that I have any reason to think that they're connected or, or anything like that. I just, I've also asked myself that, what could you be told or shown um, to not be excited or, or, or have, yeah. you know, um, uh, uh, emotions of wonder and um, looking towards the future. I, I would say if it severely impacted your view of the human story, I think no matter what they told you, it, it would be a gut punch. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. It could just change the way we see everything. You know what I mean? When you're like, you yeah, see, it's almost like seeing behind the curtain. Yeah, there was, um, you know, there's it's always looked, for, uh, you know, like looked down upon when these guys like get out of the CIA and they, you know, write books or become media personalities. But uh, a, a piece of commentary I heard from one of these guys once that that stuck out to me was his claims on uh, on the Roswell event where he said, you know, honestly, I feel at this point. If uh, if some if just something from outer space crashed into the Earth that day, they just say it. it. It it'd be out by now. And he said, even took it a step further and said, I even feel if there were the little green men, you know, that we've always Hollywood envisioned within such crashed craft, that they'd probably reveal it, and and, and it would be declassified. What he said is his guess on the, you know, the, the, the lock that our government still holds on that, that, uh, that information would be that, uh, the, what, what do they, what do they call it in that whole realm? The biologics or whatever. They don't even say like alien bodies or something, but yeah, whatever. Non-human yeah, uh, intelligence. He said, uh, yeah. whatever they found in that craft, if it did contain the human genome that that would seal it that if this phenomenon or if this you know 1947 event was actually a as that one guy fuck what is it what was his name luis Sizando, the guy who was like the former head of that ufo program and now he's mm -hmm. all public about it he said uh Maybe no one even think about it as aliens, but think of it as mankind's 
when he said that, and then I remembered what that one CIA dude said, you know, I'm sitting there rocketing off edibles saying, good Lord, are they trying to say there's like human aliens out there or something? Because that was the first thing for even just my stoned brain to say, yeah, I think if they told, I think if they told old Jimmy that, that these aliens are us, <laughs> that, uh, right. that might take him, um, that might be a tearjerker for a guy really connected, you know, with his uh, spirituality, with his, you know, creator story. And uh, yeah, just to bring it all back to what could they be told that would be labeled as disturbing. I don't know, man. If you told me <laughs> the government came out and said, hey, by the way, those were some uh, those were some people from the future that crashed into that desert that day. I'd go, good God. <laughs> well, now you got a headline to catch my attention. Here right. I am saying earlier, you couldn't say anything to really grab me through a, a headline off of my phone. Yeah, that one would get me. Mm-hmm. That one would uh, that one would grab my attention pretty quick. So. That's my stone guess of uh, what could these government officials be told about the UFO phenomenon that uh, freaks them out. If it's people from the future, man, oh, shit, y'all better hold on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be kind of crazy now that you say that. It's like if you like were sat down like, hey, so you know how everybody talks about aliens, right? We're like, yeah, yeah. He's just like, got it, sir. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it like. Yeah, I, I know. Everybody talks about aliens. Right, right. So we're the aliens. Just so you know. He'd probably stop in his tracks with that one. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know. It's just kind of interesting. And I mean, it feeds into other possible stoner bullshit I've read on the online where like, you know, Terrence McKenna with the stoned ape theory where it's like, how did I get, I don't know. Again, I'm talking way out of my pace, but people have described the change in brain size of you know like from monkeys to humans to in in the short amount of time span that it occurred to be like extraordinary or as some people say extraordinary um uh, in other words some people have hypothesized that maybe humans are the result of like sped up evolution or like you know so maybe we aren't the aliens exactly, but maybe we're like a fucking science experiment they had. Because like, yeah, dude, wouldn't that be fucking fascinating if you had like an Earth and you could like, like think about how fascinating it must be to watch us, you know, the monkeys with the bombs that are shooting each other and shit, like probably a pretty fucking wild show to watch, you know? A thousand percent, man. When you throw in those uh, nuclear detonations and all this UFO culture starting within our country, but it's uh, it's a pretty fascinating topic when you consider the size and power of those weapons, which I think that's something that we, you know, we talk about and we we just take for granted. We mentioned these megaton explosions that we set off, not really understanding, truly. I mean, like if we want to be on some stoner brain stuff. When you look up some of these weapons that through various nations, you know, from the 40s going on through the Cold War, tested on planet Earth, it's absolutely fucking insane. I mean, the U.S. alone in their nuclear testing throughout the American desert, through, you know, 
just destroying the Bikini Atoll, you know, removing those people from their homes and just turning that into, I mean, like as someone who's, you know, mortars, airstrikes, seen it all in training, this and that, you just, these, these are pimples, mm-hmm. pimples in comparison to these weapons that, you know, decades upon decades ago, we were just popping around here. Like, d- Every, I feel anyone listening should do themselves a favor and read up on the, the history of nuclear testing, uh, even just on the American perspective. It's fucking insane how many of those things we popped off. I think growing up, you think, hey, we, yeah, there was some testing of this bomb. We were in this big war. We dropped two. The war is over. No, dog, this nuclear arms race is like, one of the most insidious things, you know, of global governments, yeah. the, you know, acquiring and just creation of these weapons is something from a fantasy novel. When you really think about it, just these single unit devices that would ruin, you know, just ruin our environment for, I mean, centuries to come and you go, Oh, that's terrible. Well, how right. many are there? Oh, go dude. <laughs> there's thousands. <laughs> like there's thousands well, how many people have them? Oh, dude, all over the world. Mm-hmm. And just be like, what? Are you serious? You guys are fucked. <laughs> and be like, yeah, we are. Yeah. I uh, I think sometimes I probably smoke weed to just take my mind off of the uh, the nuclear arms race and the everlasting potential for a single country to just destroy the world. <laughs> like I said, from a fantasy novel, but it's real life, baby. Yeah. And, you know, some people might say that I have a, a drug abuse problem, but truly that's one of the, <laughs> that's one of the uh, reasons I, I use to stay as high as I am, because I'm just like, dude, at any moment, these motherfuckers could blow this off. I'd rather die high. I ain't dying sober. A know? thousand percent. I am right there with you, Cole. Pack me a bowl for that. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, I'd love to have you back on uh, more often if if you'd be down for it. It's cool to have just just random chats like this, you know, smoke weed and be silly and talk about crazy shit on the internet. Maybe maybe a little irresponsible because I I was trying to be responsible about this, folks. I made it very clear that you should do your own research um, to see whether or not this is real or fake, Um, but very convincing, like you say. Um, I mean, at this point, the government's acknowledging it, so... You know, back in the day, these people pretty wild, man. Yeah. Back in the day, this was just you could just say like, oh, these fucking stoners, they're just being high and talking about aliens. And like, that's that is true. We we are just getting high and talking about about aliens. But this is like some shit that I I was one of those people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was absolutely one of those people being like, y'all need to just keep smoking your weed, but probably chill out. But um. Like Can I, I ask said, you that? What, you got, what was it that got you? Did you say it was the the government, the official government briefings that that are like legit that you read? Like, what is it that you finally were like, shit, this there's something to this, maybe? So you know, I have to shout out the legend, my homie for life, Justin. He has placed all of the like seeds of this sort of topic. <laughs> I mean, since I since I met him when he was like he's 17, I'm 18. I mean, he's all about this topic. I'm constantly just come on, dude, just chill out. Like, yeah, I'll hear it out. Okay, all right, all right. But I'm seriously, you know, just 
pretty much half humoring it. He'll throw some things in there. I'll go, well, that's pretty interesting. Or yeah, that's a pretty crazy video. But God, this guy, he's so goofy. But then when you take this whole official government, you know, announcement disclosure and now uh, the whistleblower event with that David Grush guy. I mean, I'm looking back at some of the things my homie's been saying for like the last decade and I'm looking over at him like, you son of a gun. Is some of this stuff real? I'm literally looking back at him like, were you really on to something this whole time? <laughs> and we're at that point now with these official government disclosures where I, 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 I text him back all the time and go, you see this? Look what they're saying. It's they like, I got to give the props to him. He's the yeah, first dude. person in my life to knock on that door and be like, you really ought to check this stuff out. And I just immediately turned it away. Like, come on, bro. You're yeah. so, cause he's, he's my guy. He's, we're always goofing around. But now, I mean, I'm smiling ear to ear right now because he'd be cracking up if he heard this. Cause I really am paying attention to this official, these, <laughs> you know, these, these hearings and, uh, um, what they're going to do with this whistleblower amendment. It's actually really genuinely one of the most interesting topics to me right now. And I got to shout him out. My homie, Justin, he's the, uh, the originator in my life of this. That's awesome. That is so awesome, dude. Well, again, did you have fun today? I was going to say, man, you know, if you invite me on a podcast and we're not getting at least a little silly and talking about some wild stuff we've seen on the internet, I think it's an opportunity missed. So um, I absolutely had fun and would love to come back. Awesome. Well, folks, uh, it's Kush Snow Ketchup. We'll have the link in the podcast description. My friend, would you like to say anything uh, before you go? I just wanted to give you the space because I know we we plugged your stuff at the beginning. We talked about your stuff and then we just got into like politics and aliens and all that stuff uh anything you wanted to say to the audience before we go absolutely man i'm coming up on uh almost five years in this youtube game and i have to shout out some of my original viewers and supporters i am lucky enough to do youtube and still be connected internationally uh with folks all over the world shout out all my uk homies i i'm so blessed to have regular casual conversation with people all over the world. Some who have been with the channel since, you know, before a thousand subscribers. Um, I would, I, I have to shout them out in, in this moment. They're half the reason, you know, I still continue to, uh, to make the videos and just uh, want to put myself out there in regards to cannabis content. So shout out my day one folks and shout out my folks across the pond. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I hope they uh, enjoyed our conversation today. And folks, I I sure did. I hope you all enjoyed this conversation today. Um, stay tuned for the next time Kushno catch up uh, and I catch up. And um, folks, just be well, stay well, take care of yourselves. As we mentioned, you know, if you're a veteran, you can take care of the uh, services that Kushno catch up mentioned. And uh, if, if not, you know, they, there's what is it better help and you know there's there's options out there folks so if you need help if you're uh struggling you know don't wait until uh the last minute be proactive get yourself some help talk with somebody and uh just take just be well so take care everybody bye <laughs>